Welcome to The She Word, conversations that women rarely have but really should. And today's conversation is about women and their role today. And I am with three absolute powerhouses of women. I'm with Robin Pratt, who is the GM of Phoenicia Hotel in Valletta. I'm also with Denise Casalani, who is an airline captain of Air Malta, and also Iona Muscat, who is not just an officer of the armed forces, but also now a helicopter pilot. And I'm just going to say before we start, ladies, you are absolutely an utter inspiration. I'm so excited to have you on the show. And Denise, I've been chasing you down for a very long time. Apologies. <laughs> Finally, Denise gave in and we're here talking about women and their role today. And I'm going to kick off with each one of you by just saying, you ladies have chosen vocations uh, that are really not where you find very many women. There's a poor representation in each of the areas that you have chosen. And I'm extremely excited to find out your viewpoints about this. But starting with you, Iona, tell me about your journey. How did you end up doing what you're doing now? Just as a reminder, you are an officer of the armed forces and you've just recently graduated as a helicopter pilot. That's a long one. Disclaimer. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> 50 minutes to show is. <laughs> right, okay. So, um, well, starting with the army, I think it was uh, it was quite um, a game changer in my life for the fact that I had been doing something else before I was... So what were you doing before? before? I was a curator with Heritage Malta back then. I'm, uh, I, I did graduate as an archaeologist. I, uh, wow. <laughs> That's what you have to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was working, and I loved the job. I loved every minute of it. I loved, um, you know, being part of a very fantastic team, which I which I worked with back then. But there was this, there was always this nagging feeling of wanting to do something else. Not that archaeology was not giving me what I really needed, but that feeling of wanting to go that extra mile, you know. And uh, back then, I was too old to join the army. Whenever I used to see army vehicles passing by, I used to, you know, freeze and just look and admire them. But why? And why the armed forces? I, I don't know. Something which uh, I can never really explain to this very day. I think I had that sense of um, respect, that sense of, you know, you people do amazing work and I would really like to be part of you, part of your team, sort of, you know. And uh, the fact itself that you're not part of it um, at the time was, you know, mystified it a little bit for me. So, you know, you always imagine these big burly men going around in uniforms and amazing women shouting orders, you know. So it's a bit, it's a bit uh, you know, it's a bit romanticized in my head back then. And uh, I always thought it was something that I really loved to do, but it was beyond me. No one in my younger days had told me you could be a soldier if you wanted to, you know, because it never even it never even occurred to me that that I could be part of it. Um, anyway, uh, cutting a long story short, then the army changed the the, the age limit and uh, pushed that limit up to twenty seven back then, 
nowadays it's actually 30 so more women and more people have actually uh, the possibility to join and uh, at the time I didn't know they were going to push it up to 30 at a later stage so I was almost at 27 and I said if I don't do it now then I'm never going to have this opportunity so eight years ago I joined the army worked uh, as an army officer for for a good number of years now with uh, with the army did my training in Ireland came back started started to work doing uh, doing all the officer work um, and then again I felt it was time to move on the call for uh, for Abinishio pilots came out and there I went leaping wow. leap uh, another leap of faith I would say once again and so you are now graduated as a helicopter pilot which is amazing which is something you have in common with Denise yeah because you are uh, an airline captain yeah uh, with Air Malta and you've been for a while. Yeah, surely have. <laughs> How did this come about for you? Well, mine was a dream when I was a little girl, my mom says. I always said it, like probably all kids say that, that I want to become a pilot. But I really meant it. For me, um, sciences were my my thing, um, math and physics. And it's just one thing to the other. My parents never stopped me. Not really pushed me, but never stopped me. Um um, the leap of faith, I don't know, I just followed. I was lucky enough to have opportunities. There was an Abinishio call as well, back in the days, um, 90s. And um, yeah, I joined Ermolta there. I was one of four females, which is, it was a big deal back then because they, we didn't have so many opportunities. But we, there was, um, I, I mean, I... I Maybe I won't mention the name, but um, I have a lot of respect to our chief trainer who believed in women and gave the opportunity, if nothing else. If you make it, you continue. But at least someone has to give you an opportunity. You know? But I've, since I've known you, I've sat down on every single flight and listened for the captain to announce. Yeah. And I always listen for the voice. Yeah. And you are... And we'll talk about it in a second, but you are an industry that is very much, at your yeah. point, is male-dominated, yeah. 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 which i got to say, Robin, so are you, because I've also counted how many general managers of hotels, five-star hotels are women, and it's not a lot. No, I think it's two in Malta. My goodness. Yeah. So how did you, and of course, you're also not Maltese. No. Tell me your story. Well, it goes back a bit further than you guys. <laughs> I think I'm the oldest around the table here. But um, yes, it started in Australia, and... Like every sort of Australian, because we're so far away from everywhere, you work um, second job, third job to save up to travel overseas. And at a young age, I got into waitressing and then I owned my own restaurant when I was very 21. And wow. But I had, I think it comes back to my grandmother. She, her and my mum, I grew up in a small country town or not even a town, didn't wear shoes to school for my first seven years of school. We lived in a little, what you'd call outback Australia. But my grandma was a real force to be reckoned with. She was always part of the country women's, always doing something for someone else until she, I think she was 96 when she passed away. But until that time, she was really strong-minded about what she could do. And there was never anything there that said, you're a a woman, even, you know, I'm 62 this month. So that's a long time ago. But there was never anything in my mind that said, you're a girl, you can't do this until I hit, you know, the workforce to a certain extent. And 
I think what really pushed me to be a general manager at a young age was I was with um, a hotel company in Australia and had a, sorry, an English uh, boss and he said, yeah, what do you want to do? And I said, I really would love to be a general manager. And I think I was, mm, I think I was uh, 28 then. And he said, Robin, no, a woman's job is in the home. You know, <gasps> you're going to have children. You really, you know, you, I think you need to put that aspiration away because that's just not something that women do. And that was like red rag to a bull said, okay, I'm going to be a general manager. And I think I was the youngest and uh, not the only female at that time, but I was definitely the youngest female general manager, youngest general manager, two females in Australia for the company I was working with. And, but it was, I think I've got that from my grandmother. You tell her you couldn't do something and she just went out there and did it. And um, yeah, moved on from there. I um, went through some difficult times. I ended up in Belgium uh, with my two sons and um, I was in charge of 240 hotels for quality and customer experience and never thought I'd go back to being a general manager and um, then had my own company. Of course, COVID hit and the owner of the Phoenicia here in Malta, there was some, a little bit of turbulence and he knew someone who knew me and said, could you come and give me a hand for a couple of months? I'm like, okay, I'll, come, I'll, I'll help you just for a couple of months. But it's such a beautiful hotel and there's such a great team. And it was, I think to a certain extent through COVID, it gave me a sense of purpose, which a lot of people needed. And here I am still there. I love, I, I love the fact that you ladies sitting around the table all have one thing in common and that was that you really wanted your, yes. you, for whatever yes, reason, want, yes. you wanted it. But it was there any, and I'm going to just, anyone can answer this, but it was there any, ever any point where you just said, I don't know, and you thought twice and, and whether that be gender related or whether that be just the influences of those around you, did you ever question yourself? Oh, mm. Question it's myself a million times. Am I good for this? Is this really what I want to do in life? Am I really going down the correct lane, the correct path? Yes. But I think when you ask that question, there's always a very quick answer waiting to appear somewhere in space for you to sort of reassure you and tell you. Um, Was it ever gender related though? Did you ever say, I don't know, I'm a woman, I don't know if I can be a helicopter pilot? No, I'm going to be very straightforward and say no, because I, I, had, I had crossed that line way back. You know, I, I departed to this, on this journey to, towards reaching this goal, knowing that I could and knowing that no gender whatever could um, hold me back, stop me, whatnot. The hurdles were immense. They are innumerable i wouldn't be able to count them the hurdles and perhaps being a being being a girl being a female amongst in in a, in a male-oriented uh, job really does come at a higher price really does come with bigger hurdles and m- more hurdles but i think deep down all of us knew i'm, I'm speaking mm. for all of you here if i may um that that in itself, it makes it more difficult, but that in itself will not stop you. We're I mean, coming back to the hurdles in a second, because I think that's a really mm. cool point. But 
Denise, did you ever question yourself because of your gender or otherwise? Because you also had a good influence. You had a positive influence. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Your trainer was obviously part of it. Yeah, family of girls. So I was, you know, background of girls. But a lot of my friends were always males, even at school. I could relate, the the banter, the whatever. And um, what I can add to yours, the hurdles are there. The hurdles are there for the girls and for the boys. The only thing I can say is that once a female surpasses the hurdles, like the males, because, I mean, there are exams, there are tests, there are... Females are constantly being tested. Mm -hmm. So... um, so, so, you, so you, you graduate and you perform and on every flight, oh my God, it's a female. Let's see. If I landed well, ah, she's a female. If I don't, ah, it's a female. They don't, the guys don't get this. So I think at this point, that's the, the only thing I can say. And so it's, when and it's set not up from my colleagues, I must say. Yeah. The colleagues, I mean, they're my friends and, and we're fully accepted in, in all respects. However, passengers and people in general, usually they're the females, mm-hmm. un- unfortunately. You're being set up to fail rather than someone saying, they doubt, great, it's they a female. Doubt, I mean, they see us there. They know that we're fully qualified. Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't be flying a plane. But yet, you have to kind of... Um, they have to ask that extra yes. question it, that they wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. They wouldn't, wouldn't ask a male. They wouldn't ask a male. If it's a male, they say, male pilot, boom, let's go. But if it's a female, every time you have to. So that's the only thing I can say in this job. Other than that. You never questioned yourself. No, no. I'm happy with what I do. I'm, I'm confident. I'm, we're well prepared. So like the males, it's not a, a matter of being female or male. It's a matter of knowing your job. And I think in any industry, a person should not be chosen to do a certain job, whether it's a male or female. A person should be chosen for his, for her or his capabilities, full stop. Wouldn't but, that be great? <laughs> but don't you think we've been set up for success by our parents, our mothers, the our fathers? Support system. Support system, yes. yes. I mean, I've mentored yeah. women, young girls, yeah. um, who don't believe in themselves. Yeah. And they, either whether it's from abuse or just growing up and not being pushed, mm-hmm. they don't believe that they can do it and yeah. they've so they don't have that same perspective or mindset that we were very fortunate to have we a were, lot of that's what I'd a lot of children so in you know when i go back home to australia it's wow look robin what you've done that's amazing i mean we could never have got out of this situation but i think we you said and as a mother you know i as of three boys i think it's how we bring up our sons as well yeah and how they feel about women. And I've been asked this question before, you know, what should women do? What We all have to be aware if we're raising sons that well done. Our, sons, I have girls. our sons and respect this. And I that's something that I know that my boys do. But um, I think we have a responsibility too to other women as to how um, we help them. And, and I think that that's a big thing is how we are all set up for success at the beginning depends. Like there was never any question in your mind as to what you could do. There's never a question in your mind. There was never any question in my mind, but it's how we were programmed from the beginning. And a lot of women, the majority, I would say. On the other hand, if I may add, um, it doesn't make the women who are not as successful or as 
set up or as driven any less better than us. No, absolutely no. not. So not every every female has to go out and have a career like a guy's career or or any other career. You know, yeah, if sure a person right. is happy, in my opinion, if a, if a person is happy, I'm not going to mention any jobs, right? happy, I don't know, having a, 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 what for me might be a simple life, mm-hmm. that's okay as well. Yes. You know? So. But once again, what you said is relevant to both male and female. We shouldn't even yes. be making a big fuss about exactly. whether certain jobs yeah are taken by men or by women or by both or by none. You know, uh, what I believe should really um, be understood from from at least where we're coming from is that we believed and we wanted, we believed we could get there and we wanted what we Do have what today. Do what makes you happy. And mm. we just worked for it like we would have had to work for it had we been men. Well, I yes would and say. no. Yes and no. I know where you're going. I know because you're going. you yourself just said that you had more hurdles than your male counterparts. And we're going to find out what those are in a second. And Denise also said that society questions your ability to fly a plane because you're a woman. And there is that standard joke, you know, oh, it's oh, a woman yeah. driver. I'm sure you get you know, that You know all what the we time. get when we get to hear on the radios, for example, a female, a female pilot, oh, another empty kitchen, which is oh, so no. wrong. <laughs> so I said that again. Oh, yes. My oh, empty kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So when they see a woman in power, oh, another empty kitchen. Yeah. That is so demeaning. Uh, it's I so... had not heard of this before. I know. I it's, it's, it's one of the worst. <laughs> yeah. I thought I, ha- I thought I had it worse when uh, I, I was working as an archaeologist. People used to tell me, that's why you're a woman and you're working as an archaeologist because you love digging up the past. And I thought oh. that was <laughs> and, and mine has been having children. Really? You know, are you, you know, what about your kids? Do you, you know, because you're general manager is long hours. Yeah. So, yeah. and hospitality. Yeah. So it was, so you're made assumed, to feel. It's assumed that, that you're missing out on being a parent. I neglected. My yes. goodness. It's yeah. just an assumption yeah. that, yes. And we've all had to make sacrifice. And you, I think... I do believe that women do make sacrifices, particularly as mothers, because you put your job and your children first. That's, In my like. case, I had first the support system of my parents who encouraged me all along mm. and found good trainers who believed in the females. And my husband as well supported me in keeping my job because that's another thing. It's one thing getting there. I know a lot of people have to bow down and move on and change because mm-hmm. the sure. reality of kids see, kids need mothers see this and is fantastic because i'm just going to jump in there because sure. you've just gone through all of the questions <laughs> Sorry. On the list. no it's but brilliant it's, i don't have to ask okay. anything but but we're going to come back to those hurdles yeah and we're going to talk about female prejudice as well but you've just touched straight on there with something that robin said and that is about the sacrifices that women have to make in order to be able to have successful careers like yeah. you do in i'm going to say this in a man's world and i put it in yeah, yeah, yeah. in inverted commas what are the sacrifices that each of you have had to make for your career to be doing what you're doing? What If you could nail it, if you could say that's the sacrifice. Oh, well. Um, whether it be family, whether it be friendships, whether it be, you know, whatever it is. So family was there to support me. I was lucky enough, I, I say again, I was lucky enough to have a husband who was a stay-at-home dad. Let's not we forget that for yes, us to yes. be... 
where we are, someone has to take care of the kids. I mean, if I have to choose, I don't know, probably I would have chosen the family because I'm, I love the family and as much as I love the job, but do I have to choose? I was lucky enough to be supported. To um, So my hurdles, my sacrifices were, if I had to study, because I would have odd hours, odd flights, odd times, I choose the hours when my kids are asleep so that when the kids are awake, I'm available. So lack of sleep, yes, and being there and making sure, you know, it's, it's a lot of juggling, but you make it work for you, I think. Um, employees are, uh, employers are aware of certain things. So thank goodness. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're the boss there, but I, I mean, um, they're aware of, of, of uh, women's um, everyday, everyday issues, everyday lives, kids, sicknesses and this. And so where there is a will, yes. there is a way right. to make it I'm work. not saying it's so, easy. No, no, no. And even from their part yes. as well. Like if, you, if they really want to help you, if yes. they really want yes. to be supportive at work, I mean, employees, uh, employers, employers yeah. and bosses and whatnot, they can make it work. It's not like you're a hindrance because you're a woman no. with, who comes with a family. On the other hand, you know? I don't expect special treatment well, because no. I'm Exactly. No. No. And I never did. None of us do. Um... Your sacrifices, you you uh, you've obviously worked with I'd say male family. Count, family, okay. Yes, I'd say family, um, and I did as a I I do believe I had this sense I had to work harder. You know, I really had to, yeah, to prove, prove yourself myself all the yeah. time, all the time, and that's I think you I'm harder on myself. So your your health, your your, your time with friends, you. That's you, another to a certain thing. extent, you ha I think women do have this driving ambition and when they put their mind to it, they want to do the best they can possibly do. Maybe it's just ingrained with us, you know, that we mm. want to be the we want to be the best version of ourselves at all times, whether it be a mother, whether it be a wife, whether it be at work. But I think we tend to do that sometimes to the detriment of our of ourselves. You know, we put ourselves last. I'm getting a big nod from you. That sounds like a sacrifice you've had to make. Um, not, I think as for myself, I can go with very little. I'm very low maintenance myself. <laughs> I, would, I would like to think at least. Um, but yes, unfortunately, when we are making sacrifices, if you have a very good support system, then that means that the, the support system itself is making their sacrifices along with you, you know, being away from home and then appearing for a couple of weeks, creating havoc in their lives because suddenly you're here and you have to see everyone and then you're disappearing again for a while. Uh, you know, commitments you have had before, either someone has to fill in for you or you have to just drop those commitments altogether or some family member has to sort of fill in and be supportive. Are they sacrifices? I would say yes. And uh, I think once again, sometimes we take them a little bit for granted because we have been lucky enough to have those, you know, supporting family members who have always jumped in and saved the day for us. But I don't know, something random, for instance, my cat at home. When I disappeared for two and a half years and relocated away from home because I had to become a pilot because I really wanted to and I had made that decision, my, you know, my partner had to be there, take care of the cat, whether he liked it or not, keep the house, keep everything in order, support 
the rest of the, you know, the rest of the things that needed supporting. My mom had to, you know, uh, stop seeing me for a while. Okay, that's not, you know, that's not a terrible thing. She got used to it, unfortunately, I guess. But once again, when I when I came back, my mom had to drop everything else and focus on me because I'm here for two weeks and lo and behold, when I'm gone, she won't be seeing me again. So, you know, it's people having to shift their schedules and their lives because you happen to be following your path, you know? So it's a bit maybe selfish or but selfish. You've just selfish. hit the nail on the head. Over this series, there is a common theme between every single show and the word comes up, guilt. There's been a... At some point in every single edition of the She Word, particularly with women in parenthood, particularly women in jobs, there, there has been this guilt. There has been, um, you talk about sacrifice, we talk about sacrifice. Do we think our male counterparts believe that putting their careers first is them making sacrifice or is it just what they do? Do they feel guilt I'm, like I'm we do? I'm sure, I'm, I'm really not a feminist, I think. But anyway, <laughs> I think the guys... Um, have it as well because yeah. if they work they're not seeing for example their kids going, growing up and then we're in the same situation we just happen to be the yes. female the mothers yes. I have colleagues of mine who have never changed a nappy of the kid because they're at work but because I'm a mother and when I go home I change a nappy I mean my, my kids are mm -hmm. older now but but um, it's what you make out of it if, it's, if you're really happy and you make your, the ones around you happy I think exactly. it generates had it, it been multiplied. My, exactly. Had it and been my partner going abroad, I would know that I would have to be the one taking care of the cat and I would Wouldn't have to you be, be happy for the partner? Wouldn't definitely, you do it definitely. so the partner would do it I would probably you. say, ah, oh, how selfish of him. Uh, not selfish. Uh, that came out wrong. But, you know, like, if, I, if we're talking selfish about us... Uh, the guilt stops you're us, saying, who stops actually. Us, who stops us from saying, ah, oh, look at him, how selfish. He's gone and left his family behind him. I mean, let's, let's be honest. You would say it, probably. Someone would say it, you know. So, once again, it, it doesn't really have to do with being male or female. It, it might have to do with how devoted you are to work and whether there's a line to be drawn mm -hmm. or whether there's an amount, a limited amount of sacrifices you ought to, to be making for work and another one, uh, another amount reserved for the family. I don't know, but we're not here to discuss this. I mean, male, female, I'm not sure. Rowan? <laughs> I've seen it change a lot over the time and mm -hmm. I think now there's a lot more acceptance yes. of you know, men staying home looking after children I feel, or I women. I don't think, I don't believe there is such... I think, personally, I feel I gave an opportunity to my husband to bond so yes. much with my kids. So he should thank me. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a... Let's acknowledge no, the fact that maybe yeah. we have taken a step in the right direction, yeah. perhaps. If we're not there yet, maybe, yeah. I would want to but, say that we are role, mod role models yes, where hopefully. we do not put our femininity, our, our, the, the fact that we're female first, we, the fact that we're driven more than anything, that, that you know, we yeah. follow a passion like but, any yeah. other. Yes, but I was thinking, just thinking as you said that, but why, when you introduced us, why isn't there more pilots? Why isn't there more female helicopter mm. ah, drivers yes. in the Navy? Why isn't there more female mm. GMs? So why? Like we're saying, because our perspective is so different. Yeah. You're talking to women who don't see a difference, you see. For us, like We've you're asking us, our, yeah. so we don't, 
we don't consider it that it just is what it is and we move forward but as i said i think that yeah, that is right. an issue mm-hmm. that many there yeah. are many 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 women who would think i they'll listen in and say you know i would love to do that but i can't i've got the kids yeah but that you've also hit the nail on the head when it comes to women's perceptions and and you yourself said you have three sons yes. who you've educated from an early age Very to much. see men and women in roles sharing exactly sharing responsibility you have three daughters two, two daughters who you've given an extraordinary example yeah. to and you're giving an extraordinary example to everyone around you fantastic but you also mentioned Ione you mentioned the hurdles and I, it leads me on to asking we I said we'd come back to these hurdles if there are more hurdles for women to be able to pursue these yeah. these roles and potentially discrimination because look, there's a woman pilot. Let's make sure that, you know, let's hope we get there. And I'm sure you've had discrimination as well. If those factors are reality, then women wanting to do what you ladies do may be put off because they don't have that drive or they don't have the uh, exposure or the access or the encouragement because and the opportunities because you yourself said you had more hurdles what are those hurdles what are, what's the reality yeah, as I said one thing which really bugs me and I think at least from my end from my perspective something is being done nowadays about it is the fact that I never knew I never it never even occurred to me that you know we girls could do things which usually boys do you know um i did think when i was young i used to be fascinated by airplanes and everything that that had to do with aviation but i wanted to become an air hostess because that's the only example of girls being around planes um that i knew you know that that i mean i could not perceive that girls can become pilots i could not perceive that girls can become soldiers i could not i could not um logically it did not make sense that you know you can go and pluck your way through the muck to become an army officer so at what point you did know? that change when did that change when i got the necessary education when i got the necessary talks when i got the necessary empowerment from my support system and from the, the the peers that I surrounded myself with. Perhaps I was lucky um, on that front as well because um, I was always, I'd like to think of myself as, you know, a, an adventurous person, an outdoorsy person. And by default, I, I made friends with a lot of boys who were always taking me around. And then I started to know um, people getting into the army, soldier friends and, um, you know, people who always, uh, you know, sort of, had that leap of faith and had no no problem um, going on adventurous missions a bit, and I think that's that sort of that changes that helps you in changing your perspective, and you are also changing your limitations or your perspective of your own limitations. You know, you are always widening that uh, that scope and that that boundary. Um, Asking yourself, ah, maybe I could do that, is a very big step in arriving where you want to, uh, or achieving your goal, you know? Um, It only starts with, hmm, should I consider becoming a pilot? Hmm, maybe I should. Robin, you mentor young women. Mm -hmm. And I have no doubt that that is invaluable mentor program, mentorship to, to young women who 
who otherwise would probably not be where they are now. But how and why? Why are you seeing Iona and Denise so empowered and yourself, obviously, with these female roles? Why are you seeing that other women can't achieve or don't believe they can achieve what they it, I think you're de- you know, you've done a show on self-image, body image, all of that. We so lacking in self-confidence, self-image, um, and it comes from an early age. You know, where I think, and possibly women. I mean, men suffer from it as well. But it's that you know, and and also guilt, and also our cultural paradigms, our fam- familial paradigms that. When a woman gets married, has children, it's her job to stay home with the children. Like no, and no one really questions that until someone might. You know, in many situations, it's. And you know, there was one lady who said, "You know, that's what I have to do." And I'm like, "But why?" I think here in Malta, the the women, females, get so such amazing results at universities yeah. but then very few go on to expand their careers because they get married they have children so you've got very intelligent people who are doing a lot to to learn um, but they are because that is the paradigm of what supposed to happen within the family unit and they're happy to it's not that they're not happy but yeah, sometimes I talk to, to women a lot and they say, look, Robin, I've got everything. I've got a family. I've got, you know, a loving husband. I should be happier, but I just don't feel happy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, yeah, I don't feel accomplished. And a lot of times they mm-hmm. don't have this real sense of purpose. You know, they haven't fulfilled yeah, what their real purpose is. And I think that, you know, we need to help people feel that it's okay if they need to maybe leave their children mm-hmm. a couple of days a week or but also it comes with the the whole um support group the support unit in some in some cases it's just not possible so but you know I was interested Denise said when she was a child like every child she thought of being a pilot and I'm like how many children how many <laughs> how many girls think about being a pilot the, the bo- I mean all but boys, but you know what I mean, like, but boys, for you, yeah. no, but your no, it was great because yeah. that there was never anything within your mindset that says a girl shouldn't think or dream of being yeah. a pilot. I was with you, like, as a girl, I would, ne- you know, I was brought up. Girls don't think to you be just pilots don't question. or yeah, you just you know, no, yeah, yeah, it's something which comes later in life. I would say I don't know I don't know about today's kids, but I would assume today yeah. maybe it's starting to become a little bit easier on them because I know for a fact now that, for instance, the armed forces of Malta are going miles at outreach and um, going even to to, to to schools and. Um, They've been, there's been a radical change. I remember my mother mentioning, for yes. example, um, way back in 60s, 70s. I'm saying, whether a female worked or not. The second she got married, mm-hmm. she had to quit her job. Mm-hmm. That changed after years that you quit your job. So you, they were made to quit that job. Yes, not when, it you wasn't an option. When yeah. they got married, years later, it changed that um, you had to quit your job when you had kids because mm-hmm. you had to be at home. So I think we have progressed. We have progressed in the right direction. There's empowerment of women. They're seeing potential in women and they are acknowledging it that yes there should be support even from the workplace 
to help us not to have all this. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been milestones, in my opinion, to yeah. to have us where we are. Mm-hmm. And um, it, Denise, did you you've chosen your career? You chose mm-hmm. chose your career, and you said you had this have this fantastic support from your husband who who took the opportunity to be a full, full-time father and you've got yeah. two two daughters yeah. who've got an amazing um uh, inspiration they've got yeah. an amazing uh, motivation to fulfill themselves but did you as an individual ever feel that you were being judged for making the decisions that you made oh yes yeah. yes, <laughs> yes yes how do you deal with that I mean, I missed, I mean, I, I was always there for my kids' parties, but I missed a lot of outings. I missed a lot of where other parents were there and I wasn't there. I was there for my kids' milestones, all, but obviously I wasn't there all the time. So, yes, um, but my kids, for example, they know that I'm there at their important times. Oh, but I'm not mentioning being oh, other people mentioned is. by the kids, being judged yeah. by the kids. Oh, it sounds to me judge- that your your kids are... I've got a fantastic example yeah. and a great home life. They, know, they think that all parents are pilots. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know otherwise. Well, yes. of course, because all kids want to be pilots. But but, but no. did you feel that you were judged by other people, other mums, other parents? Yeah. Possibly. Wouldn't, wouldn't, it never bothered me. We would be judged anyway. I exactly. don't have kids, so mm. I can't definitely, no one can put forward the argument. Possibly they judge me. But, you know, people ask me how long is it going to take before I start thinking about planning for families, you know, mm. for, for a family or for staying put. Because uh, you're going abroad again. That's the word. You're at it again. Aren't you willing to stay put for a while now? Because I don't have kids and I'm going almost 35 now. I don't even, I'm not, I don't even have a husband because I have a partner who I share a house with, but... What is strategy? The subtly update, you know, you get those, and it's 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 like the ultimate question because look at us all, we're all set. So so imagine imagine the, I change I change what I do or what I like because people judge me. It's gonna make them it's, happy and me unhappy. Yeah, yes. so and they're going the to judge you anyway for it. They're, they're, they're going to judge you anyway for it. So yeah, I'm not, the, yeah, no, no, I, I was just gonna <laughs> say because it's my second marriage. Obviously, we've been together for a long time, but my first marriage, I think that that fell down because there wasn't it was sort of oh yes it's good that you know you're doing this but deep down and it came out when everything went sour that you know I neglected the family yeah. and and I think that yeah, but it takes two to tango it does. so why always blame so then the I, f- I did feel yeah. a lot of guilt I have to admit yeah. that I thought it's yeah. my fault that this happened but it was after quite some time I realized no I had no, sort of put no, myself no. backwards and it. it's as you said it takes two to tango yeah. but during that time I did, really was made to feel that it was my fault because I was working wouldn't you support your partner your of whatever course, if of you had to be in the same situation I would yes of course, I definitely. would but it makes sense um who whose opportunity not came first or it's not. It's not a competition. But if there's an opportunity, the other one supports this. Then another yes. opportunity, and I support exactly. you. It's a. It's a it's, journey. It's, it's a, a commitment journey. to support one another. I would say if we're talking about um, partnerships. Oh, we're not talking or, about relationships. We're talking but about but anything. I mean, I would never hold my family back from a good opportunity, and I would give my support where it is due, as they did for With me. You. you know. Um, and the same goes in, in, the, in the relationship and uh, with everything else. But unfortunately, I think 
we cannot deny the fact that you, you be it a male or a female or whoever, you are always going to be judged because there's always going to be the other side of the coin, which is either lacking or you choose not to address or you choose to, I mean, I've always chosen my, to devote myself to my career simply because those are the opportunities that have presented themselves to me as it stands and I have not have I have not had regrets so far at all um but when someone just you know drops by and tells me uh, so when are you planning to start you know planning that's for a family that's when you question. start thinking oh my god have I got have I yes. have I uh, I mean have I understood this in a completely wrong way I mean Am I doing something wrong? Have I completely got this wrong image of what life should be about, you know? Um, and then you suddenly, as I said, when you ask a question, there's always there's always an answer waiting to present itself. And that is when you should reassure yourself and say, okay, I am walking in the right direction. Something else can wait or perhaps, okay, I can plan for it maybe at a, at a later stage in life when I'm ready to take a break from something else that I'm doing perhaps. Are we seeing a change? You, you talked about, you, you mentioned kind of a change of attitudes a few minutes ago. Are we seeing it? Have you seen, Robin, have you seen a change over your, the, the, pan, the pan of your career? Have you seen how people respond to you as a woman? Are we moving forward? I think, you know, I have, I mostly, yes, I believe we have. But still, as I said, the fact that we're here, Yes, the fact that we're yeah, making we're, a big yeah. deal about it yes. bugs me. That's yes. the only thing that bugs me. And we're, not done, and we're not done with the hurdles either. No, <laughs> I think to return to that. That, comes <laughs> to, that we do have yeah. the hurdles yeah. because yeah. it's still, for me, you know, I don't, I was thinking, why is she saying, you know, I'm so inspiring because I don't think that of yeah. myself, you know. I, I think these guys, the fact that they can fly a plane is amazing. That's the plane that's but amazing. It's a plane. Flying your plane. It's Once the you're 70 in, tons in the you're, air. You're, but that's you're pretty so right. Because, because when you're in it, when you are actually doing this job, which seems so amazing to everyone else, when you're doing it, you realize it has absolutely nothing to do with you being a fantastic woman or a super-powered human, be it male or female. No, you just do your job, you just learn, you work hard, you learn how to do it correctly and you put all your efforts into doing a good job. But once you learn how to do it, anyone can do it. Anyone with the right with the head in the right places. See, that's the should, whole thing. That should gets be me. going anyone for this. Can, anyone I was can invited to be, you know, marched as the women Women's mm -hmm. Day, 18. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And every year they organize an all-female. Yeah. Yeah. And every year for the last 25 years, yeah. we're invited to be part of the team, to what do we think about this? And it, this is exactly it. I mean, yes, I, it's 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 fantastic that we're celebrated, but what about the other three five five days of the year? Yeah. Do men have a day? Oh, this is a whole nother show. Another show. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, but 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 you would you started right at the very beginning. You've just said that these women are inspirational for what they do. Yeah. And yeah. you questioned the fact that I said you're inspirational yeah. for what you do. I'm targeting today the fact that you are women in vocations that 
you have sought out that would ordinarily be associated with men and that there is a poor representation of women. Now, you said right from the very beginning that you had a strong grandmother, and that's been a common theme about that. And for me, we mentioned it before we, we started the show, I grew up in a country where the two most powerful people in that country were women so no I've never questioned it but I don't think that's commonplace I don't think that that is where what we'd see across every country and every sector of society and that's what's keeping women from being the best that they can be now coming back to you and hurdles Mm -hmm. haven't forgotten the hurdles (laughs) no but a question to each of you around the table what is the hurdles specifically that you've had to face that you don't believe that your male counterpart would possibly and then how did you turn that around to embrace that hurdle how can we encourage other women to just say okay that's not something you should worry about I think I think coming from I can only speak um, about the military now because obviously these hurdles have been highlighted and bold and and italics um, simply because uh, it is the military. Maybe in in other sectors, this wouldn't be the case, of course. But um, one thing which really um, annoyed me, and it still annoys me to this date, is that when certain things are made, physical things, equipment, for instance, um, uh, I don't know, uh, equipment, tools, helpful things which are designed to help you, which are designed to, you know, support you, protect you, helmets, um, bags, boots, uniform. It's all meant to, it's, it's, it's designed to be worn by the soldier to protect them. <laughs> You're laughing, it seems like you know where I'm going. No, because I never thought about That's this. Even <laughs> Believe you me. No. It is my worst nightmare <laughs> to start something afresh or start something new and have to be given a new uniform, a new set of equipment, a new set of tools, a seat in a helicopter pilot, in a helicopter, in a helicopter, and you get everything. <laughs> you have to reconfigure, you have to change, you have to fix because it's simply not designed to be worn by a woman. It's not designed to be used by a woman. So no, I had never thought of that before and I didn't realize it was going to be such an issue until I was there plowing through the muck with a bag that doesn't fit me because it's I'm four inches too short or using a set of tools which is not good for me because where your hand is meant to be, uh, your hand doesn't reach (laughs) because it's out a mile in front of you. The... For instance, what do you call them? The 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 um, bulletproof vests, which are intended obviously to it's they're they're meant to be worn as part of your training because they weigh a ton and you have to you know do all your training with them. But when 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 my peers, my male peer, peers, used to wear them, they just don them and on their bags and off they go. As for me, when I put them on, for instance, I had a problem buttoning my shirt, buttoning my jackets, putting my bag on because the the, the material was out this much <laughs> further from my shoulder, which puts you in a position which is at a disadvantage to the rest. Are there any other women wow. in the military? I know. Of course, yes, and all of us. They okay. all of us. We, we so say. So I presume things. the first one there would have crossed these struggles, and uh, yes. I'm, for instance, when, when I'm saying this, um, 
memories, horrible memories of, okay. of Ireland pop into mind, for instance. And in Ireland, it was even worse because the Irish are even bigger people than we are. Mm-hmm. And they had never had a female cadet before. A Maltese female cadet, mind you. It's not like the Irish don't <laughs> don't let the, the, the females join their armies. But But the girls, the Irish girls are bigger girls than we were. So when I joined the first Irish cadet class, everyone had a big issue because no bag could fit me, no uh, no uniform could fit me. I had to fix everything else. And what was the issue was this, because mind you, I mean, I don't really, I, I, I don't tend to be fussy on things, but when you are meant to walk 40 kilometers with a bag intended to help you, and it is actually a hindrance, and it's actually pulling you down, If you fail, you are not failing because you're a woman. You are failing because the the equipment that is meant to help you is not helping you. That would never have come to mind. (laughs) But the only thing that, I mean, this is a funny thing. The only thing that would cross my mind when we started flying, they were the the, the two, three seaters. Yeah. And um, there were no toilets. (laughs) The males had a contraption, whatever, that they can... Pee in the cockpit, we didn't. So that's Same the only thing. Same goes for us. Goes for us Mine's you. nothing <laughs> like this, I have to say. But no, no, nothing. Else. No other hurdles? No other hurdles that are female gender related in your role? Uh, I mean, whether it be workplace or whether it be working your way through the company, have you, have you encountered anything else? I mean, probably not a, a, a pack that doesn't fit you. is more... Physical. Physical. So, for example, if I had to compare my job to a builder's job, I say, yes, women would be very, it, it's a hard, it's a harder job to, to, to settle in and to adapt because I don't have the muscle power. It's a physical, yes. physical, and I please, do not have the muscle please. power of a guy. Yeah. But. And let's acknowledge this. I because... can fly a plane with a finger, so I don't need muscle power. It's, exactly. it's a, it's a joystick, it's a side stick. So. Oh, I'm going to sew a, a look at flying in a new yeah, life. I can do it with a finger. So, so you need brains and you need two hands. But, what, and, but then but, what are the hurdles you faced? <sighs> Apart from the toilet. <laughs> in the small aircraft, not these ones, so the, the commercial you ones. You have a toilet in, in this aircraft. Of course, aircraft. we have. <laughs> you used it. <laughs> no, but uh, when we were talking, that's all uh, came to mind, actually. But, but you can't you think have... of any other hurdle yeah. that... How about Wait. your instructors, for instance? I'm really curious about this because I have a very funny story to tell about the instructors. But uh, I did have an instructor you. who was in the States. He was he was uh, a Mormon, okay. so there's um, he, he different had, religion. Yeah, yeah. So certain things weren't accepted. So even the fact that, but I mean, even the, the no cigarettes, no this, no, it was it was nothing to do with okay. flying. So some people are judgmental about their beliefs, not mm. in my training per se. So in my journey. I did come across all these uh, maybe hurdles, but even if I wasn't doing this course, I would have come across them and dealt with them. In a maybe I'm 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 being very um, romantic about it. I, no, I think it's But the it's reality really is, good. I think no. Yours were physical struggles yes, because for, my job was mostly physical at that time. Yeah, because I I, the I think it's a mental frame as well. Yeah. Sometimes how you go over the hurdles. So either you, they're gonna you're gonna let them knock you down, or else you. See how you gotta tackle it with limitations. Mm-hmm. I don't consider us limited, but Robin, you <laughs> you I don't know. had a hurdle right at the very yes. beginning of your career when someone said to you, "Go home." You know, yeah, you don't like, even don't think even about try. The yes, and 
But oh. what are the other hurdles that you've experienced? Because you have more experience. Uh, yeah, than I think it's probably childcare. Like because I didn't have a support system around me, especially in Belgium when I was um, you know, there was no family around, so it was very expensive. So if you want to work as you know as a couple, then really it was having to make a decision whether it was worth it for me to work, yeah. and there never was a question whether the husband wouldn't mm. work. That's so course. I did get a little. And then because we worked for the same company, um, at one stage I was called the package deal. So I came with, you know, the husband. So that really got my back up because it was a feeling of like, well, you have, you will do this for this amount. But I was sort of seen as I come, with I, come with, I come with, I come with the, the husband. So I have had a few uh -huh. situations where I have, um, I have felt that there, being a female is so much harder that I had to, but then I had to bite my teeth and say, no, I'm going to show you that I'm much more than the package deal. And well so you had to, yeah. to work hard. But um, I, I think, you know, as I said, I'm, let's, 25 years ago or something like that now so it is a long time ago but it and and obviously you know my first marriage I had the the breakdown and it was traumatic at that time and I did go through a period of feeling it's my fault but and I think that's what some women it is the guilt and especially children you know we're mums so did I think that's my biggest paradox. Did you? I wanted to flip, turn this on the flip side as we draw towards the end of the show, and I haven't forgotten your story. But towards we draw towards the end of the, the show, we talked about the hurdles. We've talked about the negative. Are there any benefits? Have you come across benefits in your career because you are a woman? Benefits because I'm a woman. You've mm. been able to kind of say, okay, I'm glad that I'm a woman in that role, or I'm glad that situation. I'm glad I can see things from a woman's perspective, or I'm glad that I could approach this in a woman's way and I can identify with I that. I think Is what I'm ever? doing now because, you know, I'm very proud of what we've achieved at the hotel and we're getting so many wonderful guest comments. And I think it is because I've got that um, natural sort of inclination, all-inclusive, you know, females, males, whoever, we're a team and they're working so well and we're getting so many amazing comments and I value I think it is because I bring that female touch that female energy and we, the team it's so amazing we get so many great comments and I do think that it's because I've got that female energy I love that I love that what about you Denise have you ever been in a position where you see that actually being a being a woman has worked to your advantage or, or assisted you um as, as as a career per, per se I wouldn't I wouldn't say male or female um but yeah maybe with my colleagues um sometimes they open up and it's it's they, when they're just guys, there's the guy banter and all that. So maybe, yes, we do get the feminine bit where, you know, um, you don't have to be macho all the time. Yeah. And it's okay to be, even for the guys. I mean, we live in a, in, a, in a reality where we have to prove that we're women. Men have the same. But sometimes they, men cry as well. Men suffer. So having a female where... Mm -hmm. We soften a bit, maybe the, the environment. Why not? You know, and there are 
driven women like maybe us who who bring who bring a, a different 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 vibe at work you know and uh, yeah but i wouldn't want to say that for example um i was preferred preferred over a male just because i'm a as a pilot over a male we do get um, the I feel we're used as as advertising. So every year they call us for this and this, a careers day. Why don't they ask a guy? Because maybe women go to schools and they're a bit more approachable to kids. And the fact that kids are seeing females, pilots, they attract more, maybe. But um, um, I, I, re- I really have a, a good relationship with my colleagues. And the men I have met along the way have... Well, I have I've gained their respect, so I'm not in a position to say um, I was preferred or I. We really were treated as equals, which I really appreciate. I was lucky; not everyone has it. I must say I was lucky, and I think the the way you deal and the yes, they have banter. You don't have mm-hmm. you don't have to. You know, there are these sexual harassment yes, cases. Yes. I mean. If you're working in a male environment, you have to adapt a bit. Like when males are working in a female environment, they have to maybe adapt a bit. So I think it's a give and take in life. And I I see a way forward in, in all this. For all. 100% agree with Denise here. 100%. It's, <laughs> it's, it's balance, honestly. I think it's uh, it's good to just have a good balance of, uh, you know, different banter going along. Sometimes this joke is on us, sometimes this joke is on them. You know, sometimes uh, I need their big burly arms and sometimes they need my very nice handwriting, you know? Exactly. I mean, it's, it, and we don't even have to make a big deal out of it. You know, it's not like you have to write the letters because you're the only female in the squadron. No, <laughs> of course. It's, you know... We just use one another's use, but yeah. we just appreciate benefit appreciate. of each other's strong points. And I'm sure that as a woman, probably I don't even know what they are, but as a woman, I probably have some strong points with which the men don't have. And I'm 100% certain that the men have 100 strong points that I don't have simply because I'm not a man, you know? <laughs> and let's just acknowledge the fact that sometimes men and women act differently because they are biologically different, yeah, exactly. different to one another, you know? So it's not like we are judging one another or we're creating this uh, sexist... Um, everyone is afraid of being called sexist today. But for heaven's sake, I mean, men are male and girls are female and we are biologically different. So we tend to be more organized, for instance. Oh, we have this thing of... Oh, sorry. <laughs> You'll cut this. Yes. We're not males and females. We're she, he, they... Yes, but aren't we? I mean... But this, we're, we're not gonna, that's a whole nother that's story. Another we're not going to go down so that. No, wait, I, I, I can't I say dear ladies wrong, and gentlemen anymore. It's, it's dear guests. They're yes, not my guests. Yes. They're my passengers. Yes. They're paying. My guests don't pay. I'm not going to pay next time. I'm going to say Denise. <laughs> I'm, like, okay. I'm her guest. And listen, we're gonna, sorry, I'm going to bring this. Let me carry on because I'm going to bring this to a close because we, we, we've got plenty. So listen, ladies, I know that for, I'm, well, let me start that again. Ladies, I'm gathering from what you were saying that you all wish 
we weren't sitting around this table having this conversation. And no I'm way. sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> we are. But we are. And I'm glad that we are. And I'm really glad that all three of you have had that really positive influence in your life. And I would like just for a you know, a few moments to give you the opportunity to be a positive influence on, in another woman's life. So starting with you, um, Robin, what would you say to any woman who's starting out in her career to encourage her to be the best version of herself? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I would say it's none of your business what they think of you. You just have to think about yourself and what is going to help you to be the best version of you whatever they think they will think just forge on and be happy with what you've done don't worry about anyone else fantastic wow she stole I, my word i'm sorry yeah, that's the easy way out <laughs> that's all i tell my girls i tell them do what makes you happy only what makes you happy whether it's this route or that route people are gonna talk people are gonna say things be ethical, use your morals well, and the rest will follow. Yeah, so I'm the unlucky one who has to fill in <laughs> and find something else to say. No, unfortunately, this is maybe the hardest point to, to get across, but people need to understand, girls, women need to understand that what, what they are seeing here today is not three superheroes with superpowers who have uh, been lucky to be, I don't know, mm. super rich or super lucky to be born in a, in, a, in a different planet. No. What we have done, I think, is we pursued the careers that we wanted to pursue because we really wanted to do what we love doing. And I think what we did is wanted enough not to let people bring us down and to believe that we can get there. It will be hard. It will be hard whether you are male or female. It doesn't make a difference. You do have what it takes inside you as long as you are ready to put your efforts into it and as long as you are going to grit your teeth, plod on when it gets difficult and be ready to succeed. Wow. Ladies, honestly, <laughs> amazing words of wisdom and encouragement. And, and even though you say you're not superheroes, you are a very positive influence. And thank you so much. Thank you. For being thank part you for having us. Thank you so thank much. You. <laughs>